Desk on your Monday afternoon, Monday the 6th of March. We've got a full team in, Jason Adam, James Worth, and of course newcomer Jerry to the season 2023 of the Sports Desk. And we are pumped. Uh, it's good. This is the first time all year we've had the full squad full in. Full strength, Sammy, my boy. Um, which will mean there will be some heated topics later in the show, but we won't get to them just yet. That's our main event this afternoon, <laughs> Sam. I mean, I'm going to make sure of it that it is our main event. You're a bit up and about today, Sammy. What's going on? I don't know. I just I had a bit of caffeine before, so maybe it's just kicking in now. So. Yeah, I was, I was doing a process of elimination because, you know, Man City's not top of the league and... I was just trying to be like, why, why is he so happy? Oh, so yes. excited. James, it's our main event. Could I just make a quick announcement, by the way, for the panel here? One of us go. here on the panel on the weekend uh, came 16th in the 3,000-metre event. Jerry, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, Jerry. Now, impressive effort. So th- explain to the audience <laughs> what it is. So state championship. Yeah, yeah, so it's a Vic Champs, so everyone from Victoria, no matter, you know, if you're still in high school or not, under 20, so bottom age, top age, um, all compete against each other. We had 16 in the 3K and um, a few more in the 1500, but so essentially it was a pretty hot day and um, I stuck in the pack, I think there's footage of it, Samo, um, for the first K in 303, that's what we ran in, and that was a goal to run like 910-ish. But then the wheels fell off very quickly, dropped off the pack and ended up coming last. So wasn't too happy with that. But, you know, it's a good learning curve for obviously cross country and next season coming up. So And yeah. extremely hot conditions as well. Like I was struggling to run here from Melbourne <laughs> Central and you managed to do 3,000 um, 3, metres in 31 degree heat. So that's impressive effort. So we, we like to... Congratulations, all members on the show. Certainly. So, uh, what was your time, by the way, Jerry? Oh, I was nine fifty-six. It's still nothing. So to, nothing to sneeze at compared to us, Jerry. So, congratulations. That's good. Cheers. Good stuff. All right. Well, we'll get straight into the news. Uh, but actually, I will explain this again because, in case you weren't listening on Friday, we've added a new addition to the show. It's called the Crazy Chicken. <laughs> Okay, James. (laughs) Um, So we've got a chicken in the studio. So whenever someone during the show makes an outlandish or outrageous prediction, uh, (laughs) it will be squeezed and you'll become the crazy chicken and you'll have to explain yourself. So that's a new addition to 2023. So if you hear a chicken throughout the show, that is why. Can okay. I, can I pitch for that chicken to be called Hot Take Chicken? Hot, hot Take Chicken. Hot Take Chicken? That sounds, okay. like, a, that sounds like a restaurant. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> does. When you want hot take chicken, yeah. Quarter chicken and chips, thank you. Hot Take Chicken. Hot <laughs> Take Chicken special. We need to think of something that has universal appeal, Jimmy. So, it's uh, called, like, Gary. Gary, Gary the chicken. Gary the chicken. Interesting. Oh, well, Craig. it's controversial. So you've got the controversial say. chicken. Maybe. Controversial chicken. Controversial. We'll debate. Let us know. It's a lot hey, of the, on the Instagram. The contro chicken. <laughs> That's not bad. We'll, we'll Let us know on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, uh, right now, it's crazy chicken though, because these are crazy predictions. All right, we'll get into the news straight off the top. And uh, recent winner of the Australian Open, Novak Djokovic 
has formally withdrawn from the Indian Wells Masters uh, in an indication the world number one's application for a COVID-19 vaccine waiver to enter the US might have failed. Indian Wells Tournament organisers confirmed on Monday that Djokovic had withdrawn um, with Nikovic, Nikol... Nicolats, sorry, but Basvali uh, taking his place in the men's draw. I think so, that's a wild card unseated. Yeah, interesting uh, that he managed well. to. Well, he's been allowed, obviously, for the Australian Open, and so I thought a, a lot of competitions had a change, but it mm. still seems the uh, it's a bit difficult for the US. So that's a big loss for the US. Um, big, it's probably one of the biggest um, Master 1000 tournaments that there is, apart from a Grand Slam. I mean, it's up there with like Monte Carlo and all that when it comes yeah. to prestige. He um he, he lost in the final to Taylor Fritz last year, so. You know, he's, he's prominent and everyone likes Indian Wells because it's hot and it's in the desert. So, I don't know. It's, I, I can't lie. I don't think it'll be a uh, it'll be something that everyone's disappointed of. I think it's going to be a welcome change because someone else is going to win and not Novak. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, also in the news today, uh, oh, this you'll like this, uh, James. Matildas, Steph Catley and Caitlin Ford have won their first piece of silverware for Arsenal after defeating Sam Kerr's Chelsea 3-1 in the 2023 Women's League Cup final in front of a sold-out crowd at Selhurst Park. This morning, Arsenal come from behind to defeat Chelsea 3-1 in their first major trophy. Uh, Kerr gave Chelsea an early lead, but the Gunners scored three unanswered goals in the first half with Ford and Catley influential. Gunners are just so good. The, the the girls are just unreal. Like they've got, I think, uh, three or four of the girls who played in the England team that won the Euros, and they've got Caitlin Ford, Steph Catley, um, Lydia Williams has also plays as goalkeeper as a reserve. So they're untouchable. I mean, we had that Aussie coach um, coaching them for a couple of years and moved to Juve. Uh, but how good? How how good is it that with uh, Australians are dominating in every single, um, you know, sport and mm-hmm. gender of types of gender of sports and all that and around the world because I can tell you what, the Premier League's gotten better now that all those girls are out of the MLS. Mm. Yep. Especially with the lead-in to the uh, Women's World Cup coming up in the next couple of months, it definitely uh, helps to keep the good form. Um, competitive, well, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's big. We've got a couple of games. We're playing England over there in um, mm. uh, at, at Brentford's Community Stadium leading up to the World Cup and it's... Oh, I can't wait. And Sometimes. then, of course, we've got that home send-off game in Marvel, at Marvel, yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. against French, France. France, yeah, yep. Uh, so look forward to that. So congratulations on them. Um, also, big news uh, for the domestic competition. 32 clubs from seven states and territories have submitted EOIs for uh, Football Australia to join the new National Second Division. The teams from Melbourne, of course, Avondale, Bentley, Brunswick, Green Gully, Heidelberg, Melbourne Knights, Preston and South Melbourne. What are your thoughts, James, on those? Oh, mate, it's a, it, it, it's a big one. I've... Um been keeping a close eye on it because obviously I'm a bit of a local football nut myself and, you know, running a, being on the board of a club that's, you know, reached a couple of these teams in Australia Cup formats. I think that there's a couple that can really bring it to the table for Melbourne, especially Oakley and South Melbourne. Melbourne Knights is going to give it a good run for their money. Um, and there's, you know, a couple a couple around, you know, Sydney and New South and um, Queensland and uh Devonport City as well in Hobart. I really hope they go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's it, it's going to be interesting. I think that you know, there's there's twelve uh, standouts in in this division or this you know application process that stick out. And mm-hmm. it's weird to say, but Preston Lions, who were what's MPL three this year, playing State One last year, one of the teams or the MPL two this year, sorry, um, or one of the standouts because oh, mate, they're getting more they're getting more fans at um, Preston mm-hmm. Stadium than there are West United fans at their their grounds. Yep. So that's crazy. Let let the crowd speak for themselves.
Yeah, no, I think it's good. And, and uh, eventually when, I mean, I don't know how long this process is going to take to get these leagues up and running, but I better think the quicker, the quicker, so, quicker the better because in the long run, mm. uh, it's going to be thriving. Oh, I think. I'm, I'm excited for it. Like, it's 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 something that uh, football in the country is needed. And, you know, we've we, we've struggled a lot with the A-League and crowds and kind of backing a, backing a club. And I think that the one thing that held us back was the FFA decision to cut ethnic ties from clubs. Mm. Uh, and I think that, you know, this is a step forward in bringing back ethnic ties to football clubs. So just say mm. South Melbourne goes up or Oakley goes up, you've got that Greek culture still there. And it's going to slowly integrate into it because I think that, you know, Victory did it with, you know, they they kind of do um, more Greek-style food at their games or like they have their own mm. like kind of menus when they do it. And that they're, they're trying to slowly inject it. And I think that, you know, it'll... Uh, It'll happen. You just got to give it some time. I think there's it's definitely a fine line, especially with the ethnic the ethnic uh, clubs and all, because they have a fantastic history and they serve their community both on and fish um, for it to a very respectful degree. But we all kind of we all remember, or if we went around, we've all done our research. We're based on what the NSL used to be, and it's undeniable that there were instances of fan violence, especially between the ethnic groups. So, yeah. and that's it. Kind of attributed <clears throat> to the and I mean, Channel Seven also did really badly by them, but it did attribute in a way, not all the way. But in a way, it did attribute to the NSL dying the way it did. I think the NSL, like if I'm going to, you know, uh, argue back on that, I think the NSL was run very poorly. Oh, no doubt I about think it. That Especially the terrorism bar still was the most horrendous I've ever seen in my life. The APL was very, very well run and a lot better run, even though I don't agree with half the stuff that Danny yeah. Townsend does. He does well. He, mm. he plays his part. Um, I'm excited, though. Give it a year. Give it, I reckon they'll do a, they'll do a year with no promotion relegation, see how it goes. They might, they might promote clubs uh, from NPL, but mm. they might not do it to the A-League for a year, see how it goes, I think. Yeah, I'd see, that's the other thing. Like, okay, clubs coming up from the ground, but I worry about some of the new A-League clubs into existence mm. falling mm. into a lower grade, maybe like a Western United. Too what bad. would happen to them? Too bad. Like, <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I'm being serious. They've had three years of being funded mm. by the APL and the A-League. They've been given, yeah. I think it's three hundred thousand dollars more in their salary cap for the first three or three to five years of their existence mm. to get themselves going. West United won a league last year. They've signed Previch. They've had Diamante. They've got very good players. The, the teams you need to worry about are the, are the Central Coast Mariners, who are not financially stable enough. It's not the, mm. it's not the ones who are new, so to speak. It's the ones who are financially unstable. You know, there's there's rumours at Brisbane Raw. You know, guys there are taking cold showers and whatnot like that because there's no hot water in their facilities. There's there's lots of things that are going on with these mm. decently big clubs with rich histories that you need to focus on. I think that's the underlying thing here that people mistake it that these clubs that are new don't have the money and they'll struggle. It's mm. the clubs that have been around for you know 10, 15, 20 years who are still kind of there, but they're barely surviving because they're not winning trophies. They're not getting. You know, yeah. companies to back them. The, Newcastle don't have an owner still, do they? they oh, no, no they're, they're still kind of in that administration thing, but they're surviving. You know, they've got they've got international players. They're doing reasonably well, mm. um, and I think they're going to rely on their sponsors a lot. I think that you know they're going to they'll probably sign a deal with um, McDonald Jones Stadium in the next couple of years yeah. if if worst comes to worst because McDonald Jones Stadiums are going to host them. Mm. So they'll be like, well, why don't you sponsor us? Give us yeah. some money. Mm. It's it's a big underlying issue in Australia. Well, well, we'll see how it unfolds for the next year or so. Uh, also, just quickly, uh, Canberra United have been found guilty of f- fielding an ineligible player and stripped the three points for their 2-1 win over Sydney FC on February 11. 
An investigation by APL has found United uh, used an unauthorised additional sub by bringing on a fourth sub when they were only permitted three. The AFL scrubbed the result and instead awarding Sydney a 3 0 victory. An outcome which lifts Sky Blues to first place. Yeah, and they got a win so. last. They got a win on the weekend as well. Mm. So that that boosted up. That's some uh, that, that that's some state league football kind of stuff. Not registering <laughs> a player and playing them. I love it. Interesting. Uh, and unfortunately for the Aussie, Oscar Pistori or Pistari? Piastri. Piastri. Sorry. There we yeah, go. Debut Piastri. in Formula One ended after 15 laps while Max Verstappen made the perfect start to his title defence with a victory for Red Bull Racing in Bahrain. Uh, Perez completed the Quinella for the uh, for the team while Aston Martin's Fernando Alonso come home in third. So a bit stuffed around with these car electrics. Oh, mate, this is a whole other can of worms and I think we need to kind of dissect everything in later on in the show because there's okay. a lot that's gone on with F1 in the three days of testing and mm. this race that say a lot about the season and I hate to be that guy but Ferrari fans I don't think you want to listen to the show when we talk about F1 because <laughs> even though I'm a even though I'm a prancing horse fan uh, it's not great New Year's same chaos with them unfortunately yeah there's a lot of stuff going on with um, with Aston Martin and it's uh, yeah but I'll we'll get into a bit more detail a bit later okay all right, well, we'll get to our first track when we come back. Uh, we'll talk a bit about the NBA and NBL. Um, the Sydney Kings, they're doing some damage in Auckland. So we'll, we'll talk about that all up next on the Sports Desk on your Monday afternoon. Never miss a beat. The Kaiser Chiefs on the Sports Desk on your Monday afternoon. And it's time to talk some basketball. <laughs> I think we'll start off with the NBA first. NBA first. Go on, Jerry. Give, so a, we had some, give, us, the, give us the scoop. Some big games yesterday. Um, I think the main one I wanted to cover was Philadelphia against the Bucks. So it was a hard-fought comeback win from Philadelphia. We scored 48 in the last quarter to 31 to snatch a two-point victory, 133 to 31 against the Bucks. Um, credit to Joel Embiid, our superstar. Um, did a cheeky pump fake from the three-point line and hit the game-winning shot, so... That was kind of crazy. Yeah, what do you thought to that, Jimmy? That was good. I think that, you know, the, the, the Sixers have got... Uh, obviously got James Harden as well, and he's just... Oh, mate, the stuff that he does. Like, he he hit a deep three from the logo um, last yesterday as well. And it's just like, they've got this in like, weird pedigree of players where they can, you know, still be versatile, um, you know, and athletic and hitting those deep threes from different sorts of players, even Joel Embiid who's a center who stands, you know, over seven feet tall. Uh, but then their perimeter, perimeter defense and their interior defense is probably one of the best in the league that they've got. Um, so I've, I get, it evens it out. And where about are they sitting currently on the table? Oh, we're third on the Eastern yeah. Conference. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty tight. Up there. Mate, playoffs are going to be kind of crazy <laughs> yeah. because there's going to be a few upsets in there, but I don't know. I can see them going far. Yeah, and some other news, the Suns beat the Mavs with, um, I think, Luca, Kyrie, KD, and also um, Devin all dropping 30-plus in a tight match, um, 130 to 126. Pacers beating the Bulls 125 to 122. Lakers 113 to 100, uh, 105 against the Warriors. Uh, Blazers against Magic by three. The Nets beat the Hornets by 16, quite a fair bit. Uh, Rockets smoked the Spurs by 32. Um, Thunder, 129-119. Bucks, hard-fought win against the Wizards. And I think the main match we're talking about was the Knicks 
Oh, yeah. In OT2. In the Celtics, yeah. <laughs> Mate. That last three, I was Those scared. Those knickerbockers, <laughs> they, can, they can certainly turn it on because they're just... They're, they're one of those teams that aren't too great, but, oh, mate, they've got that fight in them. It's that New York kind of grunt and energy, and I'm a, I'm, I'm a closet Celtics fan. I don't get too up and about, but, you know, like if, if I'm going to have a team, they're my team. Um, and, you know, I, I, I thought it was one of those games, oh, yeah, we've got this easy, we've got this. And then first OT, I was like, yeah, okay, all right, you know, not, not too bad. And then it got to the last dying stages. I'm like, okay, second OT, here we go. So bring up the, uh, bring up the box scores for me as well. Just because it's one of the most vital things, I think, for the Celtics. Like, if we look at Jason Tatum, he dropped 40 um, with 11 rebounds, getting a double-double. Uh, Al Horford with 20 and 14. Uh, and then Jalen Brown with 29, 8 and 1. So, you know, they've got they've, they've been putting up some good numbers, the Celtics. But then if you just cross to the Knicks um, and we look up their box score as well... Uh, RJ Barrett, 29 and 11, with another double double. And Mitchell Robinson, double double with 13, 14, and 0. Uh, but then Emmanuel quickly with 38, 8, and 7, close to a triple double. Like, I think that box score and the way that that happened and just the natural flow of the game, the Knicks kind of, you could say they, they, they took it up to the, um, the Celtics a lot more and. It'll help their season because they're currently, you know, thirty-nine and twenty-seven, and the Celtics are 40, 45 and twenty. So m- massive difference, massive, massive difference. But it's ugh, I don't know. NBA is a very weird one because the season fluctuates so quickly because there's so many games in the season. We're reaching that playoff um, period, and we've just also had the um, All Star match, which kind of, you know is that transition between the season and, oh, okay, starting to get serious yeah. now when all the games start to matter a little bit more. Uh, so, you know, we've got some we've got some pretty good games tomorrow. Celtics play the Cavs um, at Quick Loans Arena. We've got the Pacers and the Sixers, the Heat and the Hawks, the Pistons and the Blazers, the Nuggets and the Raptors will be probably the highlight game apart from the Cavs and the Celts. Um, and the Kings and the Pallies also play tomorrow. Jerry, give me a overview of how you think that the run home is going to be for these teams at the top of the table top three of east and east and the west like do you think they're going to keep this momentum going or do you think there's going to be some sneaky ones that are going to you know creep their way in yeah i reckon with the east the bucks and the celtics have secured top two um with philly sometimes we're inconsistent away so that could be an issue with the Cavs only um a win away from us um and with the western conference it's pretty close with third and fourth with the Kings and the Suns. Um, if KD and um, Devin can step step it up like they did today against the Mavs, then I reckon they can secure that top four playoff berth. Um, we're having a look here at the Lakers. Um, who knows? 31 and 34. I mean, sitting 11th, yeah. yeah. You get, well, if people don't know at home who's listening, like they do have the play-ins. So it's this new kind of format. So instead of it just being eight, it's eight teams in the playoff. They do play seven and eight versus nine and ten for that for those last two spots. Um, I think it's fantastic. I love that. Like, I love the little competitive nature of it and, you know, tenth could, you know, get a get a berth in the playoffs and go far. You never know. So it's it's going to be an interesting one because LeBron's... Is LeBron out or is he back in? Because the oh, last I checked, out. he was still injured. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, uh, God, Anthony Davis is going to have to do a hard carry for them because he's been the one who's been putting up all the boards and the points. Um, but, ugh, mate, it's I love the NBA. It happens every day. There's multiple games every day. What's not to love? <laughs> What's not to love? 
Uh, I'll tell you something that is also to love, not... Oh, I've stuffed that up, haven't I? Well, anyway, NBL are in their <laughs> finals uh, best of five. Correction to last week, I said best of three, but I mean... Three, this is the longest final series in history. Did been they gone, change that? It's been or gone it always been ages. ages. Like it's been going on for ages. So on Friday night, uh, it was the Breakers uh, that defeated the Kings, ninety-five to eighty-seven. But in the second game on Sunday night, eighty-one to seventy-four, the Kings answered the Breakers, levelled the five-game series at one-one. Uh, way victory in Auckland, so that's pretty big. The Kings led twenty-one to nine at quarter time, and were never over- overtaken by the Breakers. So it makes things very interesting. It's a game every week, so it's uh, they've got a. No, it isn't. Yeah, there's there's two games every week, I think, because yeah. they've got a game on Friday um, in Sydney and then a game on Sunday in New Zealand. I mean, I kind of want the breaks to win. I kind of I, I kind of like this underdog Explain story why. where it's, it's it's everyone doesn't like Sydney. I mean, if you're not <laughs> if you're not a Sydney Kings fan, you don't like them. I feel like that's the whole Sydney in general and all that. I think it's kind of sometimes it's like Sydney siders versus the rest of Australia. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, you you're 100 right with that. Um, <laughs> They've got some decent players, the Breakers as well. They've been playing some decent basketball. I mean, they only just lost. I mean, it was a seven-point um, loss in the in game two. Who, who, who says they can't back it up on Friday, get a win, turn it around, um, and then go you know three-one if because they're if if they win, this is the big game. This mm. is like the big decider kind of game because if they um, if 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 they get a win away. They get to take it home for a title-winning game in New Zealand. It's all about the momentum as well. That that that's massive. It's a big one. That's it's massive. a big one. If we if we talk if we touch on Sydney as well, um, I was mentioning there's some big news in the NBL kind of world in terms of players and transfers. Um, Xavier Cooks, who's um, the NBL MVP, has signed a deal with the Washington Wizards in the NBA. So that's another one of our guys going over there making it big. I think the last one we had was Jock Landale, who went to the San Antonio Spurs. I think he's the he was the last uh, one to get shipped over there. So Xavier Cooks is going over there, and if uh, if anyone knows NBL, they know Xavier Cooks's name because he's one of those formidable players who just you know you, you can't get him out of your mind because he's always in the spotlight. He's always pulling up highlight plays. He's always in the news. Whatever he's doing. Um, he's 27 years old. He's still playing in the finals, so you know it'd be a fairy tale for him to win the to to win the championship and then go over to Washington and do his thing. But only time will tell. And you know, fingers crossed, he doesn't fall through the cracks of uh, you know an NBA franchise like a lot of Australians have done. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, all the best to him, and I think that's great for Australian basketball because we're one of the top leagues in the world. Yep, mm-hmm. like the one I, I love that though. Yeah, we're taking up with. Oh, I love that. Um, with the Eurobasket quality and all that. Like, yeah, European yeah. basketball is outstanding. I reckon we're taking up with them these days. It's it's European basketball. It's Chinese basketball, Japanese basketball. Like, the Asian the Asian basketball leagues are yeah. the best because otherwise you're competing with Barcelona, who are not just a football team. They're like a, <laughs> so they're weird, like a sporting sport. tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> They've got Real Madrid. You've got, I can't um, wait to see the Spain-Barcelona footy team. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know, right? And um, well, NBA, all the um, FIBA World Cups coming up as well. So that's going to be that's going to be something that we've kind of been looking forward to because if we do anything like we did in the Olympics, oh, mate. Yeah, Paddy's. Uh, I know uh, Paddy Mills definitely signed on for the World Cup. And oh, uh, uh, Paddy Mills keen. in Boomers colours is like one of the best spectacles you can see in sport. Yeah. Oh yeah, he um, his mum. How and long dad, is that away? Oh, I think it's a year. Okay, FIBA. I think it's a year away. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that last time, and I'm, yeah. I'm not too big of a basketball, but yeah. th- that was 
the best basketball I've watched. That's so good. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And I think Paddy Paddy Mills shared something on Instagram yesterday. Was his parents with the Adelaide Foot Locker, mm. and there's a Mac. He's I don't know. If, yeah, yeah And that. he had this thing. massive mural in Adelaide on the foot on the wall, like going up the stairs. Mm. Uh, and he's like, "Man, I can't wait to get back in the green and gold." I'm like, "All right, good. He's playing in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. At least I know that." You might want to get the chicken out for this one though, but I've got a, a little bit of a hot take. Uh, well, leave this one quick because we're running out of time on this. I prefer FIBA rules over NBA rules. Uh, to be honest, I, I agree with Adam. I, I am not like too much timeouts and things. I, I think it's a much better quality of game. Oh, I just so I don't one. think that's too outrageous for the chicken. I just wanted to clock the chicken. <laughs> I know you did. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we take us uh, to We'll break, leave mate. the basketball the there. Uh, <laughs> and when we come back, the AFL is heating up. The preseason games happened this weekend. We'll get into that next right here on the Sports Desk. Wet leg, your mum on the Sports Desk on your Monday afternoon. And can you believe round one is next week? Practice oh. matches over the weekend. I'm starting to get nervous about footy now. Like, it was a bit funny. just funny, the Blues but... might not do well again? No, or, like, <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to do all right. We're going to do all right. I'm upset, though. He's all right, like 11th? He's all right, like 11th? 10th? Oh, you can talk, Mr. Essendon. Hey, hey, hey. hey. we've got some good draft guys this year. We're going to come up. We're going to get eighth. We're going to make oh, at, least, at least the semi-final. Oh, no. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, God. Oh, the chicken's out. Me. That is, the chicken's oh, coming out I hate myself. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think he walked into a wall with that one. Uh, I'm Two a bit upset because the, the first game, Carl Richmond is sold out and I don't have a ticket, so I'm very upset. Uh, so, That's unlikely. Uh, but we'll go through some of the practice matches. We'll actually start off with St Kilda and Essendon. <laughs> Happened on Friday <laughs> afternoon. Ten seven sixty seven defeated Essendon three goals fourteen. 14. <laughs> <laughs> Wooden spoon, baby. No Sh- way. Should you have a few more practice matches before you start? Yeah, look, yes. I wouldn't mind like <laughs> wouldn't mind, mind like three or four. What do you reckon? Four. I'd I'd, I'd like to verse um, an under 16s and under 14s. Um, under 12 and under 10. Do you reckon we get like an under 7s playing Essendon? That's That'd not possible. Get, no, get the <laughs> no? That's is, that, is, that like a, is that like a child healthy safety thing? That's OHNS. Like, yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. All right. So now half time Oz kickers then to take yeah, the boys? Yeah, half time Oz kickers. Be, oh, mate, it'd be great. Get some confidence now, in the boys. <laughs> now they are practice matches and I, you can't read into them a lot, but that is. Staggering. 14 Can we read into the match simulations instead of the practice matches? We did win the match simulation. No, because these these are more uh, full on. I can't win. <laughs> um, I but positives. I know there's not many, but what, what were some positives that you've seen? We kicked three some goals. Young, young guys coming we up. Any, three any? goals. Um, I think that it's it's going to be interesting to see how Mace how Mason Redmond does this year. Big red dog. Should have won the best in Paris last year. I think he'll do it this year. I disagree, but that's not a seriously. Big, yeah, I disagree. Um. I think that... Oh, he's got another one! Oh, my God. That was the biggest stealth move of the year. J- just so you know, right, we, we've, got a, we've got the chicken on the desk. Jason goes to his, to his lap, and it's not like anywhere in my vision of sight, and pulls out another chicken and starts clucking it. Well, he's got a second chicken. He's got a second chicken. Oh, no, this is outrageous. Because oh, I thought I thought Jimmy would exploit it, so I thought no. I'd bring protection. Oh, that's... Uh, you know what? Hey, smart man. Smart man. Oh, no, well, you know what? Essendon, it, it is what it is. Mason Redmond did well. We've got some nice on bowlers. Andy McGrath looked semi-okay. I think that... Never been okay. Oh, wow. He should be captain. 
We will have a chicken limit if you do overuse yes, the no, chicken. No, so, um, Sam Draper. Sam Draper did well. I think that he's going to step up this year because he's a premium ruckman. Um, young guys, I think it's too early to tell. Give them, give, give them yep. to round five, round six. I want to just see how they play. There's, there shouldn't be too much pressure on these young boys at all. Disposal wise, twenty seven for Ridley, uh, McGrath twenty five. Will Setterfield, 25. Thanks for, thanks for that, Sam. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, Thank you. one of the Thank only you. players that I've spoken to recently for Carlton was him. Thank I you. I gave him a pat on the back after he played at Victoria Park last year in the VFL finals. Was that saying like... I didn't expect that he would leave. I know he was, I mean, delisted from us, so... But, hey, uh, we'll take him. I mean, you know, you, you guys don't know talent when it comes straight in your face, so, uh, you know, right, we'll, okay. we'll take him. Next game, Sam. Speaking of talent, <laughs> Peter Wright, one goal, four. <laughs> uh, next we'll game, move on Sam. to the next game. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> oh, that's premium. Sydney Swans. Oh, well, it's coming back my way. Sydney Swans uh, defeated Carlton, uh, 15-7-97 to 7-12-54. Practice matches, eh? Again, yeah. not an accurate representation of each club. No, I don't think no. so. No, so, no, 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 no. no. Uh, but a few standouts from that game: uh, Sydney Goldine, forty-five disposals. Big Errol, massive. Big Errol. Uh, he kicked three goals, one as uh, three goals, one as well. Uh, Mr. Charlie, two goals, two. Um, Franklin. Uh, th- up and about for for an old man. <laughs> Did you Two see the goals on. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Outrageous. Outrageous. He's bringing them out <laughs> in practice good. games. He's really good. Oh, mate, I love I, I love Buddy Franklin. How's Jerry, Jerry? How are you going, mate? You've been a bit quiet. <laughs> You're right. You're good. No, yeah. we'll, we'll get nah, to the soon. I'm going to get grilled. Yeah, he's he's going to get grilled. Nah, all right. He's saving himself. Uh, um, and the next two Eagles, it was uh, Adelaide by 59 points, 17.52 to 17.9, 111. The Crows the might be just, something no, this no, no. year. I think it's just the Eagles are just really, really bad. Wooden spoon. Although I yeah. expect... Oh, no doubt. No doubt. That's, that's Eagles wooden spoon, is that? 100%. That's not a big call. Oh, he's done it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's Mate, they are all over the shop. They've got no clue how to run a football club. Like... They, we'll see. they we'll won see. a grand final in 2018. This is a practice match. But this is a practice match. Adelaide if, ran them over. But yeah. look but look at the way they played last year. Look at the way that they played their footy. That brand of footy is something you'd expect in a Vaffa. It's good enough to beat <laughs> Essendon. <laughs> but it's... You, I'm just saying, the quality is just not there for them. On the other hand, I think Crows might be all right this year. They've pretty stacking up their I team. See, I want to see the Crows against a decent side. In rain, can they okay. trust? I reckon, okay. I reckon that's yeah. going to be. It'd be very interesting, um, retrospectively, looking back at the end of the year, whether the huge salary the ranking is on, whether it's kind of been just the first year of his contract's been justified. Mm. I think I personally think it will be. Like I think he's a great talent, but I don't think he was the hero that everyone saw him at Gold Coast. I think he's a really good player, but I wouldn't have in that absolute top echelon like that creme de la creme per se when it comes to forwards or. I'd give him. I, I think you give him more time. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I think yeah, you just exactly. give him way more time. This should be his year though to step up. Yeah, one hundred percent. Fogarty four goals, two for Adelaide. Ben Keys four goals, one. Tex Walker three goals. So, just, quick note on Adelaide for Crows. Yeah, go on. They build trucks out of their out of their players. Like they th- those boys are absolute units. Yeah. yeah. Like I've got I've, I've I've I went to school and played footy with two of the boys, Lockie Gallant and Lachlan Scholl. They were sticks when they entered um Adelaide's, you know, football department. They've come back 
giving two years like absolute units. <laughs> like these guys are ridiculously built. I saw them down the street in the summer. I'm like, is that? Like, I was like, hey, is that look? God, he's big. Yeah. Like you don't think it. I don't know what it is, but it's just Adelaide. They just we, build trucks. We've got to keep moving. We're going to keep moving. Truck factory. Uh, Giants by forty-five points over the Suns. Interesting. I think Suns going to be one of the surprises this year, but maybe uh, as well as the Giants might have a decent year as well. Riccardi, four goals, one for him. Shout out. Uh, Harry Himmelberg, three goals, one. Uh, disposals wise, things. Kelly, thirty-six. Toby Green, thirty-four. Um, and. Ash, 30. L. Ash. Luke Ash? Liam Ash? Liam Luke Ash. Is he young? Uh, <laughs> I don't know much. Perhaps so. Um, yeah, I'd say that. I'd say that. And Flanders for Gold Coast, uh, 30 for him. So that, that's an interesting one as well. Unfortunately for uh, Jerry in this next one, this is going to be a bit painful. And now, this is why you can't do predictions this early, because Jerry said last week, five goal win for North Melbourne. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, you know what? I forgot about that till now. You know what? You learn very quickly in this show, Jerry, that you learn from your mistakes mm. because a lot of stuff comes to bite yeah. you back on the farm. And the worst part about having Jason is he exposes you at the end of the yeah. year. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so the, do- the dogs, 22-11, 143 to the Roos, 13-7 at 85, uh, th- 85. I went down to Icon Park for this. It was melting, absolutely melting. Um, interesting. The one that upsets me the most, Liam Jones had a really good game. Liam Jones, for someone that's been out of the competition for so long, doesn't look like it at all. So um, only time will tell. So that's a bit disappointing. Um, Tom Libertore, 33 disposals. McRae, 33. Bailey Dale, 31. Jai Simpkin. Uh, Aaron Norton, four goals. Uh, Mr. Oogel Hagen, three goals, two. And Sheasel, unfortunately, he's been injured, but uh, kicked a nice three goals, one. 18 disposals. Looks, looks very good, the Cheezels, man. Cheezles. Cherry? The uh, Cheezles. Cherry. Cherry. Hey. <laughs> cherry. How are Cherry? It's good oh. to see you, mate. My auntie's called me that. Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back quick, on track. Quick, quick. We're running out of time. Let's oh, get back good. on track quickly. Quick Jerry, any positives quick for thoughts, North man. in your mind? Well, co-captain um, Jai Simkin, you know, back from a tight hammy, 31 and a goal. So that was good to see. Goldie still got it. I think he killed it. Against um, Timmy English in the ruck, um, you know we got to do more in the forward line. I think Larky kicked free, but there wasn't much else to support. Combin. Now you seem to know, not find anyone going forward. Carl had this problem a few years ago yeah. where we get all the ball and then psh, couldn't hit a target in fifty. The back line though, we let um, Aaron Norton run us rampant four goals from him. I think wasn't that right? So, Big Astro. Yeah. And probably the biggest example to round out the practice game, Sammy, is that Melbourne defeat Richmond by quite a bit. What was the margin again? 50 points. This is why the practice games are not an accurate representative of the game. That won't happen in Anzac Eve. I'm kind of excited to see round one and how how all these teams will have done poorly go because Mm. it's it's one thing to, you know, come up against different teams who are are bogey teams in practice matches, but... Like, oh, mate, no, nothing beats round one. Shout, shout out to Collingwood, by the way. Uh, Brody Grundy, big game, three goals. Um, if if Melbourne get both their rucks going, <laughs> going like that, they are going to be dangerous. Uh, I know we'll save our predictions for next week, but uh, I think they're going to be half decent as no, well. A couple things from that game. So, yeah, Gorn, three goals, two. Tom McDonald, three goals. Uh, Charlie Spargo, two for him. Al Baker, 36 disposals. Tim Taranto, 33 Truck of 32. So. What do you think about Tim Taranto? Like, just as we're rounding it out, 
Jigging is a good move to the uh, to the Tigers. Well, they're kind of restructuring. I'd, Richmond, I mean, we'll go through all do this. Do you think they're in a restructure, year. or do you think they're trying to bolster their? I don't arsenal? know. They're they're kind of a mystery mystery one for me this year. I don't know where they're going to end up. But uh, we'll talk more footy next week. We're getting really excited to the first siren on Thursday night. We'll get to a song and then we'll come back. Oh, a couple. This show's pretty heated today. There's plenty next of things Monday. going on. And next Monday, listeners, it is can't miss. It is the round one round table discussion and season predictions are going to be taking place. It is cannot miss. All right, we'll come back after the strikes with Sunday with the Premier League and A sure. League. Oh, what a song! The Strokes on the sports desk on your Monday afternoon and the main event we've it's all been waiting for. It's time for your main event of your Monday afternoon. Hit the thing. Uh, it's time! <laughs> all right, so Premier what we're League. going to do now is we are going to break down the English Premier League, but this is a confrontation that has been three weeks in the making ever since we returned to the airwaves. That is Sam Manhattan, a Manchester City fan, and James Worth, an Arsenal fan. They're sitting on both now, sides of the desk. It's funny, we've had debates... Over the years, we've done the sports test together. We've had debates between Man How City and Arsenal. But, uh, Three, four years? Maybe. Yeah, I think years. 2018, maybe. Yeah, five, wow. five, wow. Yeah, um, and uh, the debates have always been a bit comical. But mm. <laughs> this time it's a serious. Yeah. It is serious. Table. Yes, I think you're fine that I'm not laughing this time, Sam. <laughs> Adam, well, you were never laughing. We you were crying. Is, let's have at it. Let's, on. let's have that. <laughs> Arsenal sit top currently on 63 points. Uh, City in second in 58. We'll, before we will talk about it, we'll go into mm. some of the results from over the weekend. Please do. Uh, so uh, started off with City. Uh, big game, uh, two nil over Newcastle. Massive goals from Phil Foden back in form uh, and Bernardo Silva. Chelsea defeated Leeds United one nil. Arsenal defeated Bournemouth three two. We'll get to that. Aston Villa, 1-0 over Crystal Palace. Brighton, 4-0 over West Ham. Wolves, 1-0 over Tottenham. Uh, Southampton, Leicester City, uh, 1-0 over them. Uh, Nottingham Forest and Everton drawed 2-2. And then this morning, seven big goals from Liverpool over Man United. So... They're not even in contention anymore. That's it. They're done. So that was very nice news to wake up to this morning. Ah, and then still thing. to come tomorrow, 7am, Brentford and Fulham to round out match day 26. Uh, but we'll go to the Arsenal game. We'll go to the Arsenal game now. And what looked like a Bournemouth massive upset, Arsenal clawed back. And Can I just controversially, stop you for a second? I'm going to stop you for a second. When when did you ever think that it was going to be an upset? You tell me. <laughs> when, at, at when they what, were 2-0 down. At, okay. At what at what minute was that? At what minute? Uh, I can't remember when the second goal was. Minute, maybe? 56th minute. Okay. Okay. Do you know what Arsenal Football Club stand for in their, you know, the way that they play their football? Nah, obviously not. Mate, never give up. 3-2. <laughs> That's not a. That's an. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, good. All right. Well, so we've both got a chicken each. This is good. I've got my weapon. Um. So, mate, it's you, never, never. I watched that game fresh, right? Okay. I, 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 I had to get my beauty sleep because I was going to the air show on Sunday, and I woke up fresh. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch this and not have any preconceived thoughts. Two nil down. I'm like, hey, it's all right. And it's all right. It was a massive team. Arteta's at the wheel. B- Bournemouth and a few of these. And I was looking at the, our run, both runs home. We've, mm-hmm. we've got a few of these sides that are battling relegation, so there's going to be 
a uh, few uh, can of worms that were yet to open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bournemouth, massive effort for a team that's fighting for them. But I always think like a team wanting to win the title versus a team trying to stay up. I feel like you always get to pick most of the time the team that's trying to stay up because there's just something I don't know. There's something else in in the team that is more grateful to stay up. I don't know. Maybe players playing for their contracts, but um, that's half the issue. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. But the the mm. final goal was pretty interesting. Like it was, how many minutes? I don't know. Arteta was asking for. He was showing his fingers at uh, uh, the fourth official or something. Um, and managed in what seven. was it plus seven? Seven. And they scored in the eighth minute. The uh, there's plus a be- eight. There's a beautiful photo of uh, Mikel Arteta that I've uh, sent to all my Manchester United fans today, and it's him pointing up uh, seven. <laughs> on his on his fingers, um, just to remind him. And yeah, he was asking for seven minutes. Got eight. That goal was incredible. Like for Reese Nelson, the guy. Who's Should have been... the whistle been blown? No, are you kidding? Why? Why would you blow it when you've been given a corner? Okay, he gave even referee gave even even opportunities to both teams. Right? He probably said, "All right, last last play, like last possession." Right? I think you got you got to honour that. Regard if that was in your situation, your scenario. Manchester City were playing Bournemouth and they got, got awarded that, I wouldn't be arguing that should the whistle have gone. Because as someone who plays football and knows football at a very amateur level, the referees honour that. You like you ask as a coach, how long, ref? All right, five minutes. You look on your watch, you time it. It's at 4.50. You, you just, you've, been, you've just dispossessed the opposition at, at the opposite end. You've been given an attack. It's over at the last at the last chance. You've been given a corner. He honours it. Fair enough. Finish the play. It's done. Second corner. Fair enough. Call it. But you got to honour the play. You have to honour the play, because I don't think a goalkeeper should be rewarded for, or a defender should be rewarded for kicking it out for a, for a corner, thinking that oh we we're going to finish the game. If that's their intention, no, punish them. Why would you do that? Play play like you need to play football and don't do it because oh you think oh it's the last play of the game that's the definition of playing to the final whistle I I, I personally think it was completely fine and that goal basically sums it up that it's I don't know changing the guard happened at Arsenal many years ago and I think we've fully seen that that might have been the greatest ever win that Arsenal's ever had at the Emirates Stadium is it a big call? no Uh, okay it is Bournemouth but it's and, a season-defining game. Yeah, and how many seconds did it take for Bournemouth to get the first goal? Yeah, was, <laughs> yes. Record-breaking. So you don't want to be doing that too often. Mm. Uh, but interesting, you so Arsenal play Fulham next week, and City have got Crystal Palace. So uh, look, it's a long way to go. I still think this is still going to go down the last day, no matter what. You think you got it? Yeah. You think you got it? Honestly. Oh, to win? Yeah. You guys no, honestly. no. I, I think it's still balanced. Yeah. I, I still, it'll come down the last day. I mean, we play each other in a couple of weeks, don't we? Uh, have a look when that is. But uh, that's the rescheduled one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's a Thursday morning, uh, but that's going to be massive. Imagine if they put that in the last game. They just put that at the end. It's the 27th of April. Okay. Thursday morning. Therefore, the Friday afternoon on uh, the 28th, we're going to have round two <laughs> of the great debate. You know what? End of the day, this is this is what I wanted. I wanted a I wanted a real dogfight to the end, and this is what we're being given. It's and what it's what you want the Premier League to be. That you I, want it. It's it's one of those things where it's just money and class over 
v- v- versus the you know North London grit and just pure determination. I think that's an incredible story. Um, and if we if we win it, you won't be not hearing. You know, you'll be hearing me for weeks on end. Oh no, if, I know. And if we lose, you won't be hearing me for about a year. We can't exactly call it an underdog story. Like, let's be honest, it's, it's Arsenal. Are you kidding? We finished. We weren't even in Europe last year. When Leicester won it, it was an underdog story. It's not an underdog story, it, but it's, it's unexpected. But you deserve all the credit in the world. Mm. But it's not. It's not like the great, the great escape, or it's not the impossible victory. <laughs> it would never be the great escape because we're winning the league. We're not getting. We're exactly, not escaping relegation. Not, you can't call it an underdog story when you're paying. But 40, I still think it's a big jump from where they were. It's like, rising. Yeah, they were a laughing stock. Yeah. It's rising from the ashes. That's what it is, Adam. Oh, it's no. not. It's. I'm being dead serious. It's not. Unfortunately, a, to Chelsea's fan, I've been saying to them, you've just you've swapped with them. It's not, an exactly. it's not an underdog story. It's a rising from the All ashes right. because we were a joke. And look where we are now. We've got to quickly... We'll do the A-League and then we're going to wrap up. Um, <laughs> just just pocket. before I was about uh, to call for closing statement. Well, yeah, yeah good. Uh, supporters tomorrow. Adelaide United, unfortunately, 4-2 over Melbourne City. Um, oh, now, to be honest, God, I was trying to watch two so games bad. at one. So I didn't see the second half. So you're going to have to talk me through that. Played atrocious. Atrocious. It's just... Oh, mate, I, was, I don't like this form running into finals. I'm scared. I'm really. <laughs> I think. I think people are going to Brisbane on Sunday at 3 p.m. is going to be a huge game for mm. us. Um, they steady the ship. Uh, look, I, I, I think they were pretty clinical on goal. Nabu's goal was great, and I think that. You but know, we, we got no excuses this year. We don't have um, Asian Champions League that we're doing mm. midweek games and stuff. We yeah. interesting. I think our defence is their main the main issue okay. because. Midfield pretty good. I mean, like, you, you can't you can't fault Borussia van der Veen. I think that the issue of the having, A-League's De Bruyne. Yeah, literally. I think that having playing Nuno Reis at uh, fullback is, was a very big mistake for us. Very very big mistake because for some reason they decided to play Jamo at a six um, in the last fifteen minutes of the game. Like he came on and he played a centre defensive midfield role. Looked pretty okay. But, but my worry, I, I mean, I don't know. We can only, the future can only tell. But I feel like. Um, I mean, for a while, we were still playing with um, uh, Patrick Osnorbo's kind of style yeah. and stuff. And then now it's starting to kind of change. And I hope we made the right decision, but we can only see in the long run. Bottom line, City needs three more wins. That's okay. it. Bottom line. Phoenix defeated Newcastle Jets 2-1. Western Sydney Wanderers defeated uh, Central Coast Mariners 2-0. Western United defeated Perth Glory 2-1. That's Sydney FC... Melbourne victory, 1-0 over them, and MacArthur, 3-2 over Brisbane Raw. Uh, interesting. Will Sydney make the top six? It'll be interesting. I think they but, do. Uh, that's pretty much where we finish things in the sports desk. Any closing that things? was the sports desk. That was the sports <laughs> desk. That's all it is. Um, that was great. That's a good show, guys. Well that's that good. That's good. Uh, make sure you keep up to date with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll be back Friday afternoon from 5. Um, and... Yeah, many, 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 many crazy chickens to come. It's good to have a full team in the studio. We'll see you on Friday at 5 p.m. It's been the Sports Desk on Sydney.